0: Welcome to the third edition of Slapshot 615. I'm Jack Woods. With me, as always, is Danielle Danina.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back.
0: And we have a very, very special guest today.
1: We do. We definitely do. This
0: is Abby Grimaldi, wife of Rocco Grimaldi, the fourth line forward, and really the heartbeat of the bottom six forwards.
1: He is, for sure. He's done absolutely incredible this year. And it is truly an honor to have you on today, Abby. Aw, thanks guys
0: that's so sweet Rocco had the the goal of the year it was like let's not let's not pull any punches. that's the goal the of the goal, year for sure like the spinorama between a defender pass. I mean when I saw that I was I was in awe what what was that like seeing that on like having seeing that live It was so awesome
2: um, I remember it was I think it was the second period. And he actually hadn't played at some that period because he's not on a power player penalty kill. Um, and so he maybe only had, like, one shift that period. And it was already, like, the 15th minute mark in the period or so. So I was like, man, I hope he goes on the ice, dude. Hopefully he does something. And, like, a minute later, he goes on the ice and the panorama happens and usually I am to be, like, cool when something happens because I'm surrounded by, like, the wife or maybe a couple people around me know who I am, so whatever he scores, I feel like I need to be, like, cool about it. Um, <laughs> but this time, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> so I, like, remember sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, is he going to get it in the net? And he got it in the net? And I was just like, yeah! And I was <laughs> like, and the hype is still, like, there, but it cracks me up. It's pretty
3: awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I gotta... Uh, that, that sort of leads into, what is the best part of watching Rocco do what he loves? What do you love most about it?
2: Gosh, that's a good question. Um, I think... So, like, what's always drawn me to Rocco is that, like, he's such a, a passionate, feisty, like, full-of-life guy. Um, and, like he's quiet at first when people meet him but he's just like outrageous he's the baby of the fam and he's (laughs) an entertainer like so am i so we just have a blast but i guess what i love most about watching him on the ice is that i feel like that's his like that's him personified through a sport because like he's always like the fastest one and the one who creates really exciting chances and
0: I, just, I think it's fun to like watch his personality come out on the ice because right. it's
1: like yeah I, it's kinda hard to explain. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, I abso-
0: absolutely.
1: I mean, personally my favorite part of watching Rocco skate is how fast he is and how creative he is. Oh yeah. It's so fun to watch and so entertaining. There's just not a lot of guys out there that have the capability to Skate and just do what Rocco does. I
0: I, I would I, I used to say that Rocco was like Victor Arvidson 2.0, mm-hmm. but I don't even think Victor Arvidson could do the spinorama goal. <laughs> oh, I
1: don't think anybody could. <laughs> I oh think that God. was. I, mean, I didn't even know that he could do it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was like, "Did you think he was going to go in?" And
2: he's like, "Well, I mean, yeah, that's why I tried it."
3: <laughs> um,
2: I feel like a confidence, but I feel like it,
3: you know, it was a combination of him just having the presence of mind to do it, but also just like, I, mean, I had a god that was like, all right, here you go, buddy. <laughs> it felt like a
1: miracle to me. <laughs> it was a crazy thing. Yeah. So is the hockey lifestyle different in the NHL than it ever was in the AHL for you guys? Yeah. Um,
2: I always tell people that there's like endless benefits. Being an NHL versus being an AHL, um,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: I think almost every guy on the team for the press has spent time with the Admirals or with another AHL affiliate. Right. Which is special because I feel like they probably got the most on their team to have, just because Nashville really values the development phase of allowing players to come through the minors. Um, and I think for some of those high-end guys, it's extremely humbling. On. Especially like, so Ralco came from the University of North Dakota, which is like the probably the highest funded um, men's
3: college hockey program Mm -hmm. in the country. Yes. And the most amazing facilities. Um, They would like
2: fly everywhere. And so I think for him to go from that to being in the AHL was definitely an adjustment because in the AHL, they do fly sometimes, but they bus a lot. Um, They had more meals provided for them in college than they mm-hmm. did in the AHLs because they were so pampered yeah. <laughs> in his college. And he kind of knew that coming in. Um, but he also was really fortunate because the majority of this time in the AHL was spent nice in San Antonio, which is, like, a fabulous program and they're owned by the Spurs. So they actually did have really good fans. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so many differences. Like, I think the amount of fans is a big one. Um, the team having, like, a private plane to be able to fly home immediately after a game is a huge benefit for guys in the NHL. Like, for instance, they played last night in Florida, and he was home by, like, one in the morning. Yeah. And he was able to play a game, you know, in Nashville. Like, that's something in the NHL that he just wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of that sense, But I am thankful for our humble beginnings because I think that it's really shaped our character and it's helped define us as, like,
1: stronger people and
2: it helps
3: really
0: solidify our love for one another for sure like the up and down coverage, so. yeah and you know obviously Rocco three teams uh played at, like you said one of the best division ones hockey program so he didn't have the easiest try getting to Nashville and sort of going with you for a little bit it, launching a singing and songwriting career requires a lot of persistence and effort plus you have a YouTube channel do you guys inspire each other in that aspect
2: Absolutely, and I think it's funny because like I didn't date anyone in Planet Rocco and he was the same way. But when I met him, I like he wasn't like this obvious like you're the or anything, or you're so gorgeous or whatever. But I just I kind of looked at his dreams, and it was like this immediate understanding of like wow, our dreams are extremely compatible. We're gonna get married. Like I remember thinking that to myself. <laughs> We're <What's it like>? really <laughs> Um. And it's, yeah, it's true. And it's funny because it's not necessarily like we talk about it all the time. Like, we're not always like talking about my music or like I'll ask him about the students. you did a great job of this, this, and this. But I think it's just kind of a culture that we've established with our own little family unit. And it's just me and of like, keep his butt every day in the off season. Like, I wish you guys could see how much extra stuff
0: she's doing, like, way above average the kind of stuff doing to train <laughs> in the off season. Right, um, right. And how that's inspired me,
2: like, I think, one or two hours a day minimum, I had the gym every single day. I haven't been able to work a lot because we've moved, like, this, we just moved our 10th time, It's getting married in July 2016. Um, but, yeah, I think we just kind of have a culture of excellence, with this expectation of, like, I'm going to do my best, you're going to do your best. We yeah. owe it to each other.
0: Absolutely. We're going to build this life together, if that makes sense. Yes, Absolutely.
1: And since Nashville is known as the music city or just the home of country music, do you think that Rocco's journey to Nashville has opened doors for both of you? Has it been a. Could you have imagined a better move for you guys?
3: No. I really (laughs) couldn't. And um, because he's been up and down so much, we
2: were really looking forward to his free agency this past summer. And we were extremely hopeful, but also nervous because to be honest, we've been disappointed time and time again for years and it just starts to just kinda of kill you inside. And it,
3: it becomes like a really dark, hard thing. <laughs> you gotta every day keep like believing and, and
2: fighting and for us as Christians, like just you know, like presenting these dreams to God and being like, All right, God, I know that it's out of my hands and I've prayed for things
3: for so long and they they've never happened. Right. And, like, my parents have like been
2: answered in reverse, but like, I still believe in you God. I still know you have the best for me. And I guess the way that I would describe it as, is that like, he, he didn't allow Rocco to really land on a team full time with his past two teams. Um, and it would have been great cities to live in and sure we would have made connections and had friends and, you know, built a great life there. But, um, now that we're here, and now that he's receiving this opportunity, I just kind of keep telling people like God kept something good from us to give us something great,
3: and I think it takes a lot of maturity and patience. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, something like that, but yeah, like you said, it's
2: totally open doors for both of us. And I'm still kind of in development phase and just kind of like meeting people and trying to like get my foot in the door. But for me to just be here and have the opportunity to like. Message people and meet
3: for lunch with them and like get information and invite.
0: That's like amazing. You yeah, to, yeah. Let them opportunity. So I mean, you you trying to get your foot in the door. So what would you like to talk more about on your YouTube channel? Like you're 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 trying to make a name for yourself, just like Rocco's trying to make a name for himself. So what do you think is going to attract uh, people to view you? what What would you like to What would you like to talk more about?
2: Sure, good question. I um, I guess it's funny. I've been really interested in like, personal development and branding for several years now. I competed in the Miss America System in college, and I developed this, like, goodwill platform for Born to
3: Shine. Oh, wow. Yeah, but wow.
2: It's all about inspiring young women to, like, pursue God and to pursue, like, your God-given dreams and discover your gifts. That's
1: awesome. Um,
2: That's like a huge passion for me, and I guess if there's anything that I really want to influence people with, it's that like I, gosh, what am I trying to say? I guess what I'm getting at is that like I really want to encourage women to like find the Lord and you know choose godly men and live
3: their best lives
2: because of that. Um, so if there's anything I want to talk about more on my channel, it's probably that, and I think starting out, I want my niche to be on, like, that girls between the ages of, like, 15 and 25. Right.
3: So, you know, I think those are
2: really vulnerable years when you're making, like, very big decisions for your life. And there are so many voices out there. And
1: if I can be a voice of truth and help these girls to make good decisions, like, that's a dream culture for me.
0: That's awesome. Cool. That's
1: incredible. And, you know, tell us a little bit more about what is your favorite part about songwriting that's a big part of your life? Um, what's your favorite part about it?
2: I think my favorite part is that it's just, it's very therapeutic and because we have gone through such great adversity and ups and downs the past few years, I've gotten to like a (laughs) strawberry material. It's so true. Like I had a really good childhood and I didn't really deal with any crazy struggles. Like my parents are together and I have never really had any like losses or, you know, like trials that are pretty common for people. I've never really had any of those things. And so, I think for whenever the past few years have to kind of weather the storm together with up and down and the craziness. It's given me, like, so many feelings.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. It's this whole new emotional spectrum of, like, what
3: it's like to feel hopeless. Yeah. Yes. And what it's,
2: what it's like to really feel like you have, like, no control over your situation and how to, like, thrive in that and be okay with that. Yeah. And because of all these things, I've written some really powerful songs, and I remember one in particular. I wrote it our first year married, and I was, I don't know, I was an hopeless about something, and I wrote this song called It's Not the End, right. and it, all my best songs come out in, like, 40 minutes flat, and that's how I know it's, like, a God thing. Honestly, wow. I once I guess the bridge of the song, which is, like, kind of the final statement before you go back to the chorus,
0: of course. I
2: will, um, I'll, like... I'll come out with like the most profound lyric that's just like a word representation of like how I'm feeling and I'll like get choked up.
3: Oh and then I'll start crying. <laughs> and, like, oh. the same thing happened this summer. I wrote this
2: song called this Love Will Never Leave and it's like I think it could be used as a general marriage song, um but for me it's like the story of me and Rocco and it talks about how like when dogs rise I, I look to you and we're a team and, like, I have faith in you when the weight's too heavy carry me. It's like a really, I've never really written a song about Rocco, so this summer, it was kind of this punctuation on, like, some crazy years, but how in the midst of that, we, we have each other and we're a team, and that was another really special song for me, but really, the first line of it is, I know there's so much life ahead of us, so many dreams we're going to see, and that was another
3: song that I wrote for 40 minutes. And I like legit started crying. Oh, oh. that's so sweet. <laughs> it felt so, so good to
2: like put it out there, and I felt like God was giving me this song, as, like, a way to like express things that are sometimes just like too deep for Um. So yeah, I I love being a songwriter. It's really, uh, it's bigger than it's bigger than me. You
0: know. When you yeah, of them, course. Like, wow, this is really touching. And well, it's, I mean, how did you guys meet? Like, that's got a... That, that's obviously had such a big effect on your life, but like, how did you two meet?
2: You're gonna love this. Um, so, Rocco, I'll give you
0: some background. Rocco Vivaldi okay.
2: is his dad's name. Oh, okay. His dad is 100% Italian. Oh. His parents immigrated to the United States from Italy, and they wow. lived in Chicago where his grandpa was like a, a tailor and he made food like, from scratch and
0: that made, like, is that's so italian <laughs> <and> their <laughs> own homemade like
2: cheese their homemade pot with like, everything about their italian meals homemade and his grandpa has said but his grandma Antonia is still alive and she makes all these amazing meals um but anyway i tell you that because i worked at olive garden for three summers in college <laughs> and um
3: I mean, you know, but it That's awesome. <laughs>
2: Before I was going to start college in my hometown, Rocco and his mom and a future roommate came into Olive Garden, pretty close to close, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> I was the host, and he had like spoken at my high school at this like large Christian event, and so I knew who he was. Um, but I had never like talked to him or anything. And so when he came in, I was like, "Oh, are you a hockey player?"
3: <laughs> and she was, like, really quiet, um, but I remember talking to his mom about my dreams, and because oh, they were, no. like, they were the only people there, and I kind of told, telling her, like, I want to
2: be in the ministry, and I want to inspire women, and that, and um, as they were leaving, I guess his mom told him, like, like, yeah, she, she's pretty cute,
1: <laughs> and
2: it weird, because she, like, never said
1: anything like that. Oh, so, like, wow. Anyway, Mom you knew. Know, we just got to know each other for our college ministry. So we've been together
2: Aww. since fall of 2012. And we were friends for a couple months.
3: Mm-hmm. We really
2: wanted to, like, hash out details before we started dating. Like, what do you believe about this? What are your dreams? What are your life goals? And stuff. Because we were, like, very intentional daters, like, we were only going to date was a legit possibility that we were going to get married. Right. Um, and we didn't really... I don't know. We didn't have the same humor when we dated at first. We didn't really have a lot in common and that's hilarious to me now because we're like
3: people just think we're like hilarious when we're together because we're <laughs> pretty we're pretty goofy and
1: we just like have so much fun so yeah it's cool to see how far we've
0: come the past yeah. like six years that's really that's sweet
1: incredible. and you know family is such a big part of life and we look back to the game in Washington during the mom's trip and Rocco's mom was crying she was so proud of him and you yeah. know how do you think Nashville has kind of grown into your family? Do you feel like you have a family in Nashville?
2: Yeah. And it's cool because, like, we haven't even been here that long. And I don't so, like I've really met that many fans. But even just, like, the Twitter universe. Like, people are so <laughs> nice. And... and and they
3: just, like, they love Rocco's mom, <laughs> and they just love me, and they don't even, like, know me, but they just,
2: like, I can feel that they, like, love me,
3: and yeah. they just, like, love Rocco, and they post, like, the funniest stuff about him, um, <laughs> and
2: people, I guess people were, like, chanting his name after his goal, which is cool, because I've, like, never heard
3: something like that, like, it's, yeah. more, like, yeah. sort of Star Trek, honestly, that he's, like, in the NHL full-time, it's really, like, a novelty for us still. We're like, yeah. Wow, this is real life. <laughs> well, we're
0: so appreciative. Oh, absolutely, and hey, we love well fans of the Nashville Predators love, love
2: Rocco, Rocco Grimaldi. Grimaldi. <laughs> Me
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I came up with a nickname for Rocco, and it has not stuck yet. And I really want it to stick because, so do I. because it is the perfect nickname for it. He is Rocket Man. It's because yes. every time he hits the ice, it's like he's got rockets, rockets in his skates. I've
2: seen so, I mean that. I, I like that a lot.
0: <laughs> and, you know, we had one Twitter conversation that, for some reason, gave me unwarranted confidence to contact you to try and get you on the podcast, and here we are. And it was Elton John. Your piano your piano inspiration was Elton John. So just for like a last question, it's like, what is your favorite Elton John song? Oh my gosh, that's such a hard one.
2: Kind <laughs> of <laughs> I saw him play in North Dakota one year with my parents. He played for three hours and he would just like take a sip of water
3: every 30 minutes and caution on the piano. Yeah. And he's got these like sharp little fingers and
2: he yeah, It was amazing. Um, gosh, my favorite song. I mean, the one that I heard most recently is "Benny and the Jet. Yeah. Oh no, I know all my favorite songs. Okay, it's here. So this was actually my father-daughter dance at my
3: wedding. Oh. I grew up as a dancer my whole life,
0: and my dad and I would always be like the life of the party, buying dances and stuff. Of course. And,
2: always like the dancing machines or whatever. So I did tiny dancer at our wedding and oh. I didn't crying because I was moving the next day my dad
0: was like, hold it together app. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so sweet. <A> hold me <laughs> closer, so Tiny good. Dancer. That is amazing. I love that. Well well that so funny. Thank you so much for joining us, Mrs. Grimaldi. This this has been it's absolutely incredible. amazing having you on.
1: Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. It's nice to meet you guys.
0: Nice to meet you. I'm the phone, of
1: course, but nice
0: to meet you. Well, hopefully, we'll see you at a game sometime in the near future. And um, again, we really, really loved having you on. This is Jack Woods and Danielle Dinenna. Thanks
1: for listening, everyone. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you.